Thank you for tuning into a podcast in our series, Real Life. Stay tuned for an inspirational exploration of dynamic experiences and insightful reflections on the highs, the lows, life presents. TBS Now Radio brings you engaging content no matter where you are listening to this stream. Don't touch that dial as you journey with our presenter and guest today. Remember, this is a real-life podcast stream coming to you from TBS Now Radio. Stay with us as we uncover faith-based principles and practical ways to make a success of life. Hello and welcome to Real Life with Femi Biwaye. My guest today is Tokwe Abolude. Tokwe is a multi-award winning designer and qualified trauma-informed counsellor. Tokwe is a professional with a strong bias in creative design. Starting out on a path towards architecture, he has successfully diversified into other areas. Tokwe is married with children and lives in Essex in England. Tokwe, you're welcome to this edition of Real Life. Thank you very much for having me. It's a pleasure. Thank you. To all our audience, uh, just want to uh, explain that if you hear the background noise, it's because we're recording today on the high street in uh, Brentwood and there's traffic uh, going about in the background. So Tokwe, please tell our audience about your early life where you were born and what was family life like? Okay, well, um, I was born in England, um, North London Hospital, somewhere in East Linting. I uh, spent the first few years of my life here in, in, um, in London. And then I went home uh, back to Nigeria uh, with, my, with my parents where I you know, obviously had my uh, primary school education, uh, secondary school education, and my university education. Um, family life was um, was good. I I had a good 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 life back in uh, Nigeria. Uh, my mom was a teacher. She owned her own school. My dad worked for the civil service, and um, so yeah, I went to some uh, good schools. Um, had some good friends growing up and um, when I was done with my university education I came over to leave in the UK so that about sums it up I think thank you very much Topway. you are an internationally recognized designer how did you get into balloon art and design <laughs> That's a question that plagues me everywhere I go. Um, everyone wants to know where did I start and how did I start? I, st I stumbled into it, if I'm really being honest. Um, uh, it was um, my, my roommates back in my university days. I mean, I've always been creative, you know, hence my uh, forage into to the study of architecture. So it was, it was always gonna be something creative I did. Um, and so, I think I want to say my third year I roomed with a, a, a good friend of mine uh, who's still a very good friend of mine today um, and um, he he was already you know decorating for weddings in those days and he just you know just said to me you know do, do you want to come around and you know you I know you like this sort of uh, creative things 
perhaps we can uh, decorate this wedding and so um we we in, and in those days it wasn't about the balloons he was just making lots of creative stuff to fill up the the hall uh, which is what we we did and um we worked well together you know kind of same temperament you know uh well maybe not the same temperament but com temperaments are complemented each other so uh and we were both creative and um he was a good leader and um i just developed some um really good designs and and we would do this together and of course you know being in university any extra money you got was you know was always welcome and um and yeah so that that way you know i i started to decorate so, so when i came over to uh, uh the uk after my uh university my study my studies in university um i remember attending attending a wedding i saw the balloon designs and i thought oh this is really interesting never seen this sort of thing before and um but i i can do this you know i had you know obviously six years as you know because you're an architect yourself yes. um 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 six years of studying design makes you look at things differently and so i i i, I started um sort of playing with balloons and um yeah the rest as they say is history really incidentally you you, you alluded to the fact that um, you had similar temperaments yeah is it important for you to do business with somebody who is like yourself or you know, actually corrected that you know okay. similar temperaments from the perspective that well i did say similar temperaments and then i sort of changed it and went like well actually complementary yes you, you did, know you did say yes that. complimentary so um he's um quite very very creative man um laid back and i think possibly the reason we're still friends today is because there is no uh competition if that makes sense you know there's no competition where we both appreciate each other's strengths you yes. know um yeah i I, and I think that's what worked within that um, uh, partnership. Who is your inspiration? Uh, who would you define as a mentor or a coach? And how have they helped steer you along the pathway to where you are today? Okay, uh, this may sound not popular opinion, but I've never been one to go with, um, you know, how, how people think. Um, God is my inspiration. That's a big thing for me. I mean, uh, my name, Balloon Inspirations, you know, comes from that. You know, God is my inspiration. Um, and that's not, um, that's not to, to pretend, that's not from a place of arrogance and, and thinking that, you know, I don't see anyone as someone who can mentor me. I just feel, um, I, I, my mentorship I get from everyday man you know uh, I mean I look at you and I really appreciate who you are and what you can bring to the table in the relationship I have with you thank you and that's uh, for me it's a big thing and so my sort of everyday man the friends I have are people who I look to and I gain um, I gain insight into stuff and, and mentorship from you know 
what you do, what I see you do. Sometimes it's from a distance, and and that's you know how I get you know inspiration, mentorship, and you know things like that. But ultimately, God is my um, my beginning and my end of all things inspirational. Many designers have a second job. Yeah. Topway. Yeah. How did you start your business? And how have you kept it going mm. successfully for 25 years? 27 years. 27 years. Yeah. <laughs> 27 years. Yeah. That's a lifetime. Yeah, well, that's half a, a quarter of a century, isn't it? Yeah. Um, how have I how have I maintained the business? Um, how do you uh, consistency um, is uh, a, a a big thing I think for me um, consistency with what I do uh, dogged resilience hard work not taking no for an answer staying in my own lane yeah it's 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 those are the things those are i mean i i don't think i looked at it as a long term thing as oh i'm gonna do this in 25 years i just worked hard and i just stayed with it and i just believed in god um one of the big things for me is whatever you lay your hands on will prosper there are no conditions to that for me you know um if i decided today i wanted to do a cleaning business you know i may not look at it as oh i'm going to be cleaning you know uh, someone's flat do you understand if you think about it more from a a, a big uh, perspective of of having a cleaning business you know um i would i then believe whatever i i i want to do would prosper because that's what the bible says Let's talk about the pandemic. That's a big topic at the moment. <laughs> it is quite topical, uh, yes. Yeah, that's um, something that came out of the blue mm -hmm. and has um, affected so yeah. many people up yeah. and down yeah. all over the world. Absolutely. The pandemic has taken a toll mm. on businesses. Mm -hmm. How have you adapted your business to trade through the changes? Um, I believe there's always a way. I believe, you know, like I said, one of the things I, I uh, think about is uh, I don't take no for an answer. Um, and it, it's, I think it's about looking for being an answer to a question. You know, what is the question being asked now? I mean, there is a particular question being asked of you or anyone five years ago. What's happened, uh, uh, COVID's come into the mix there are a different set of questions being asked now. Are you able to be the answer to those questions? That's the way my mind works. So, uh, example, um, you've also been in the events business, you know. Uh, the big events which we are used to are no longer happening, you know. So how, what, what is the question being asked now? Home events, people are having uh, smaller intimate events and I think very earlier on in the in the uh, thing, it's you know to to use the sort of um, 
buzzword of the then pivot you know a, a lot of people have said that yeah, pivot 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 so basically we started to create um uh, a different uh uh work that was suitable for uh home parties you know um and start i, I remember you know uh we were saying things like well you know weddings maybe can't have been cancelled for a while you know birthdays were never cancelled so how do we supply how do we uh, make uh, people still feel special about their birthdays and so we started to produce um, displays uh, and arrangements that were suitable for those uh, type of um, special days what about collaboration who have you been collaborating with um in the pandemic mm. um, on the professional side of things? Um, collaborations, um, I, I rem, uh, it's, it's interesting, a lady from Nigeria called Aurelia Baskets, you know, um, and she's, she's um, we've collaborated with her on a few uh, things where she just wanted some stuff done in, in the UK. Uh, that's that's been a, a good one um, but um, I think overall any any yes there's no sort of long-term um, collaboration that I I have you know I I work with people who I respect and who I know have produced um, a good service in the past so I would recommend uh, uh, professional companies um, so yeah, um, but no sort of like long-term collaborations. Thank you, Tokwe. We're gonna to go to a break, and when we come back, um, we're gonna look more at how you build a business in these challenging times. Okay. Um, this is Real Life with Femi Biwai. My guest today is Tokwe Abolude, and um, you've been listening to um, this special edition of Real Life. Please, don't change the dial. <laughs> Stay with us and we'll be right back. Welcome back to Real Life with Femi Bioy. My guest today is Tokwe Abulide. Uh, before we went on the break, we were talking about how the pandemic has taken a toll on businesses and adapting um, uh, Balloons Inspiration, which is his business, to trade through the changes. Tokwe, building a business is a challenge. Mm -hmm. And keeping that business profitable requires many capabilities. Yeah. Please, tell our audience, how have you grown and kept Balloons Inspirations going? Okay, so um, I think one of the things that's important uh, for me is uh, constantly reinventing Balloon Inspirations. Um, we To stay at the cutting edge of any business, I think it's very important to uh, get education. Uh, so I attend a lot of seminars uh, and conventions around the world that is uh, within the balloon industry. Um, i really fortunate that I get invited to a lot of this uh, to teach. And so, of course, when I'm done with teaching my own classes, I go and sit in on other people's classes. And so it really affords me the opportunity to bring um, to bring creativity from other cultures and see which ones I, I, um, that my clients would like and, and just sort of infuse that into what we do here. 
Uh, and um, yeah, and, and so that way we keep what we're doing fresh. We're, you know, constantly evolving. Um, and so that's what we do. That's how we grow. What about digital? Yeah, digital. Um, you, you, you're my friend, so you know me. And you know that um, uh, things to do with, uh, uh, you know, to, 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 to use your words here, um, what did you say earlier? Um, social media and stuff like that. I had to be drag kicking and screaming onto social media by my wife, my lovely wife. I think the term was tech savvy. Yes, tech savvy. That's, that's the word. So I'm not the most tech savvy person. Um, however, you know, I'm not also averse to learning. Um, I learned quite a bit about Instagram during the lockdown, which helped me sort of double the growth, you know, uh, as we were talking about earlier. Um, so I, I learned, specifically went on online to, to listen to people who do this for a living. I, I, and so I learned to grow my uh, inst I focused on Instagrams, my, my Instagram account, uh, which then translated to business for me. So Instagram yes. is very, very interesting. Yeah. Uh, I think I looked at your Instagram account last weekend. Mm. 871 posts. Yeah. How do you do this? <laughs> and how many followers have you got on Instagram? Yeah. So the thing is not to, uh, for me, I think it's not to really, um, it, it, you know, I, I post averagely, say five times a week. So Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday. I, and I, you know, and it's really in the consistency as opposed to, you know, having so much content that you think, oh, I'm going to put this all on, on, on today. No, it's really consistency and if you look at life as well and my business as well that's what's stayed me to this point it's really the constantly doing it you know uh, days when it seems like there's nothing happening you stay constant you know days when you feel like you've seen a bit of difference you know keep keep on going so um yeah that's how it's how, what i've done really just staying consistent and the rest takes care of itself Have you noticed any growth in your business as a result of being on social media? Oh, absolutely. Especially during the pandemic. Oh, absolutely. Um, I think um, it, it, it is obvious because what, what I do is very visual, you know. Um, I don't have to do a lot of talking. And as you know, I don't, yeah, I really don't like to do a lot of talking. You're doing just, very well so far. <laughs> thank you. Thank you very much. Um, I put the photographs up there. I'm so uh, one of the re one of the um, one of the reasons I like Instagram so much is because for my business, it works amazingly. It's very visual. Um, and, and all I have to do is put the pictures on. Yes, you know, you have a little bit of a spiel on there, but I put the pictures on and when you see them you would know if you are gonna like if you're gonna um use what the services we're providing or not and so you know people would then uh, dm direct message me and and tell me what they want so yeah authenticity 
consistency. These are things that I'm picking up. Okay. And discipline. <laughs> and discipline. Yes. Did you did you start off with a social media strategy as to so you 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 obviously have a technique which is um, you set up five posts mm. every week mm. and it's visual. Mm. But where, what is the bigger picture? And what is the strategy? Lots of businesses will be very interested, especially those who are trying to trade through the pandemic, mm. to see how, whether we can learn anything from the concepts mm. behind what you put out. Mm. Okay? Mm. Uh, lots of other people post beautiful pictures. Mm but it's not translating into business. Mm. What is the strategy behind it? And the feedback, mm. how are you measuring the feedback? Mm. So it's, um, I, I don't have a strategy is honest, my, you know, I have gone, like I said, during the pandemic, I went to study Instagram and what works. You have a strategy. Okay. <laughs> Learning is part of the strategy. Yes. Okay. Posting regularly is part yes, of the strategy. I'm picking of, well, that up. I now. guess so. I, I, I guess, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm probably selling myself short, you know, with that. I do have a strategy. And my strategy, like I said earlier, education is very important for me. Education is always important. When I don't know enough about something, I would go and study about it. That's how I, uh, that's my MO. So I went uh, uh, to find out what works on Instagram. So when uh, I found out how stories work on Instagram, so I started to include maybe one story a week. You know, how do you do stories? Um, I learned that videos attract more attention than photographs. So I would say once a week, you know, do a video. And then the reels came al along as well. And so it's just, you know, keeping abreast of, because, you know, if you like, even you know, from a scriptural perspective, yesterday's manna is not going to work today. So how do you find out what's today's manna? You stay in touch with what's going on. You know, you stay relevant. You know, you again use that one of my favorite words, reinvent yourself. Yesterday's manner was for yesterday. Today, you know, you've got COVID, you've got all of these sort of things that are, uh, are changing, that are game changers. So you have to um, you know, you have to have something different that you're, you know, what are the questions that need to be answered today? Thank you, Topper. Let's turn away from the creative business mm -hmm. and talk about your counseling service. Okay. What happened here? <laughs> yeah. Um... You, <laughs> an accomplished multi-award winning artist. Yes. A coach. Yes. An international exhibitor. Yeah diversifies into the therapeutic sphere yes tell us tell us okay so where do i start again well most of my life is about stumbling into stuff you know but um um i've always uh, people 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 have always sort of described me as an old soul you know um i am completely loyal to my friends and my family i um, I, I love people, I love to help people, and um, that's, been, um, that's been the driving force between, uh, um, uh, behind my getting into counselling. So when I 
became a Christian and I started to think, oh, well, what can I do? What department, you know, am I going to be a part of? I did a little bit of singing and then um, I, uh, and I know I'm not a singer. Um, and I went uh, to the counseling department to see how I can, you know, help there. And the, ch the church at the time was not doing counseling the way that I felt it should be done. And so I thought, okay, I was going to study you know, counseling. I didn't want to do Christian counseling per se. I just wanted, you know, to see, you know, how, you know, have a broader sense because I've been a Christian. So I know what I can bring from that perspective. Um, and so, yeah, I just went in and studied, not necessarily to turn it into a business, never intended to turn uh, the counseling into a business. And I was um, uh, volunteering uh, at uh, Mind you know, Mind, which is uh, a mental health charity in, here in the UK, helps people um, who are struggling with depression, anxiety, um, uh, um, things like bereavement, grief, um, anger management, anything really on the mental health, you know, spectrum, you know, we, we would usually help people with. Um, I, do, I also do relationship counselling, marriage counselling and stuff like that. So um, I used to work there as a volunteer, not paid. And um, gradually, um, it was just really interesting work. I would go, you know, give, give in my hours and stuff like that. And after um, a while, that particular charity wanted to close down. Not, not mine, just that branch in Chelmsford um, in those days wanted to close down. And they just... Uh, our managers then said, well, you've got to uh, take your clients with you and uh, because you can't leave them in the lurch. And so I was like, well, I don't have a business. You know, I'm not, I mean, how is this going to work? And I said, well, you know, you still have to be paid and they just pay you directly. And so it was like, okay. It felt uncomfortable at the start of it because, you know, I, you know, I just never wanted to start a business counseling i mean uh, maybe a long-term you know retirement plan but it was not something i was going to do and um so gradually um i started to take on more new clients but i wasn't really bothered about i wasn't advertising for clients in any way um and so my my client my client uh uh count dwindled because i wasn't pushing as my clients were finishing i wasn't really trying to replace them and then just at the beginning of the pandemic you know it just had um i had a lot more requests for people who were struggling and who needed help and stuff and so now um uh, uh, because of zoom of course because of the all the lockdown and um, tier one two three or whatever um you can't meet clients face to face so um, uh, we started. I started to take clients uh, via Zoom, and that just really made it possible. Uh, so now I can I can work with clients from anywhere in the world, and I do have some international clients on my on my list of um, clients at the moment. So that is fantastic. You met your future wife in the university. Yes. Where you both my, studied architecture. My lovely, lovely wife. You, you, you know her, so you know her. Absolutely. She's lovely. <laughs> so, tell us about her. Yes. And how she's involved in your business. 
Okay, so my wife's name is Bola Joko Abulude. Um, she is also a, a qualified architect, and um, and she she helps with everything uh, digital um, and everything that needs to do. That she she designed the website, the the Balloon Inspirations website, um, and so she would take on things like that because she loves to do them, and um, I, I, I'm I'm so blessed because these are the things I don't like to do. And so she just, you know, she's happy to do them. And so she, she uh, helps with that, the support of that. Uh, whenever I'm away from the UK, and I did a lot of traveling in the last few years. I've, you know, all the countries I would go to visit, she would be the one, you know, taking hold of the uh, uh, shop and, and managing the shop in my, in my absence. Um, so, yeah, that's uh, what she does uh, within the business. How many countries have you been to around the world <laughs> um okay so should we do a count yeah just give us um, a few okay. highlights okay so i've been to australia twice been fantastic lovely lovely country i've been to uh, brazil sao paulo twice as well i've been to uh thailand once uh taiwan once i've been to uh, and these are all conventions and seminars i've been to tokyo uh twice as well to teach i've been to quite a few countries in uh in europe i've been to uh, spain amsterdam uh france um a few more that i can't remember right india? now india india yes i've been to india. oh that was good uh, yeah i've been to india um i've been to kenya twice uh nigeria multiple times because i i get um uh, i just really feel blessed to be invited uh, to to Nigeria, it's always a great opportunity to to go back home to share my uh, skills and my um, my knowledge with, with people back home. So that's that's always good. Um, I'm trying to remember where else. God's sure own country. Been, yes, America, loads and loads of time. We did we did a a, a whistle stop uh, tour of America once for. Um, uh, uh, the Qualtex network, um, and that was fantastic, you know. So I've just re really been um, uh, Dominican Republic, lovely country, absolutely lovely people as well. So yeah, those are the ones I remember off the top of. Is my there head. any continent you haven't touched? Um, I'm trying to think about what all the continents. So I've done Africa, I've done the Americas, Europe, uh, say Europe South America, Asia, uh, Asia, yes, um, Asia as in India and Asia as in um, Australia. Yeah, I've done Australia as well. So I think you're pretty much covered. <laughs> yeah, right. We cannot we cannot make a good job. Yes, of getting to understand your journey. Yeah, unless we understand this. Okay, what mistakes have you made? along the way okay what mistakes have I made um, I don't even know that I want to see them as mistakes I, I see them as a, a learning curve for me um, um, what what are my learnings along the way um, it, I, I try not to mix business with with friendships you know uh, let let the lines be drawn you know boundaries very very key and very very important with every relationship you have you know? so you don't sell to your friends 
Oh, I do sell to my friends. <laughs> I just make sure that we both know what's going on. So um, let your contract be known, you know. Uh, and, and, and that way, um, you don't fall out. You know, if the boundaries are not known, then, you know, there's bound to be fallouts. So that's one thing I try to do. Um, any other learning as I, as I grew up, as I built the business? Um, mm. Okay. You want to ask this um, uh, question. Mm. So, you got into your um, business. Yes. 27 years ago. Mm -hmm. Did you sell a house, a car? How did you raise money? <laughs> or were you given money by your parents? Okay, that's, uh, that's an interesting one. Um, I mean, I, 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 it's, I didn't borrow any money. I didn't sell. Um, anything to to start um, the industry is such that you can start small you know and um, gig gig economy yes <laughs> yeah and you know I was able to do it job by job okay. you know and uh, I remember my the, you know the first chap who who sort of trained me you know um, uh, it was a three-hour training that I did in a place in Eltham. You know, he just showed me a few tricks. And um, I basically um, bought... And I remember the first job I ever I did, I had to rent an inflator, you know. And the one, actually, the one before that, um, I had people puffing the balloons with their lungs. Oh so God. yes, <laughs> coronavirus. <laughs> well, in these days, you know, um, and um, just so you guys know, we're sitting six foot apart and all of that, you know, and all our protocols observed. <laughs> um, but you know, um, it, it was uh, job by job. I was working a job in the civil service and working the business at weekends. So. That was um, that was key uh, for me because I was able to sustain my my family with a with a work. Um, uh, my wife was also working at the time, so uh, and then at the weekends we would do balloon inspirations, and so after a while, it was just inevitable. I got to a point where it didn't make sense continue working at the civil service in fact my boss called me and said i have absolutely no idea what you're still doing here because it appears to all and sundry that your business is doing well so i don't know what you're still doing here and that was yeah the kind of um, gentle kick i needed on the backside to uh they showed you where the door was yeah but they yeah. didn't show you the door yeah well <laughs> <laughs> you left of your own accord yes i left Excellent. Thank you very much. Um, we're going to go to a short break, and when we come back, um, we'll ask you a few more um, personal questions. Okay. You have been listening to Real Life with Femi Biwoy. My guest today is Tokwaya Bolude. Um, we'll be right back. Don't go away. Thank you. Welcome back to Real Life with Femi Biwoy. My guest today has been uh, Tokwaya Bolude. 
Topper, you're welcome back. Thank you. Before we went on the break, we were trying to understand uh, the lessons you've learned from your um, business and from your life so far. Mm -hmm. um, for our audience, I just want to say that we are recording in uh, Brentwood on the high street mm -hmm. and there's a lot of traffic in the background. So if you hear the traffic going and coming, it is basically because of the circumstances in which we are recording. So please bear with us. Do you know what? I'd like to go back to one of the questions you asked me earlier, if you don't mind. Is yes. that okay? Yes. So you asked me about mistakes. And I just remember this very moment, one of the mistakes I made. Uh, and, and I'd like to share that with you. Just, you know, it was uh, the very first shop I got. And, uh, and it was my first experience of getting a lease, you know. If you're going to get a lease, get a lawyer. It's your first time, get a lawyer to look through your lease. I did not. And I signed on to a lease that was, um, I think, oh, it wasn't quite 10 years because it, I had bought it over from someone. I got it over from someone, got transferred. So I got seven years in the lease. And where I was just wasn't the best location, but I was locked into a lease that I wanted to pass on. And the landlord was locking me into uh, that I couldn't, you know, uh, but, but I, all I can say is by the grace of God, God got me out of it. You know, I still, I, I, I had to leave my deposit behind, but you know, that's another story for another day. But that was one mistake. I made one major mistake. I remember making in, in business. So it's a buying haste. Mm hmm. Yes. <laughs> Repent. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. So, Tokwe, how do you relax? How do I relax? Um, I, oh, I enjoy the finer things. I like food. Um, but that's, that's not about relaxation, is it? I'm an avid badminton player. I play badminton. Um, before the lockdown, I play badminton twice a week. I belong to two different clubs. I play, I play league side for the club. So uh, apart from playing two times in a week, once, uh, once in a while I get to play competitive. I'm quite a competitive person. Um, so I like to play comp compete, competitive badminton. Okay. Yeah. What else? Um, I've got a guilty pleasure. I watch, um, <laughs> I watch Chinese movies oh yes <laughs> so if anyone's judging me right now feel free <laughs> i do remember when we were in um secondary school we yes. used to sometimes sneak out to go and watch bruce lee enter the dragon yes and, yes um, yes i love martial arts you know yes i just like really watching those chinese movies so yeah if you had a bucket list mm-hmm what would be in it oh dear um i'm just trying to think i love travel i've been to i a, think i guess we figured that yes you, <laughs> you figured that and um i and i think you know that whole the you know just a couple of more places i'd like to visit you know i'd like to go to the maldives um so that would probably be on there somewhere i would like to um I like warm places, so my my on on the list of travel will be places that are uh, warm. Um, yeah, I I don't I don't I'm not really into doing dangerous things, adventurous things like that. No, I just like places 
in, in just relaxation, you know. So, yeah. Is there one thing that you must do before you die? One thing I must do before I die? Um, we could come back to that question. Let me yeah. give you some time to think about that. Yeah. <laughs> if you could go back to being a teenager today. What advice would I give myself? Yeah, that's, 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 you've asked yourself that question. I'll let you, I'll let you run with that. Yeah, I've heard that a lot. Um, and what advice would I give myself? I would, uh, I would just let myself know that it's okay to make mistakes. You know, free, free myself up to make those mistakes that, um, that, that brought me anxiety in those days, you know. Um, yeah, just really to be free um and then yeah just that it's okay and and that's you know so if there are any teenagers listening you know um just to let them know that you're okay and you're gonna be okay and it's okay to make those mistakes so yeah would you do anything differently looking back um I, I may have um, chosen to study to study counseling and psychotherapy earlier than I did. That's you know I genuinely think that's one thing I'm I'm I you know it's not a really you know if I was thinking about anything it's not really it's not a big regret if you know what I mean it's just something I think oh I wish. You know, because I, I, you know, I went to City University for a year to study IT, you know, in those days when IT was a really big thing. I just... Was that a money thing or... Was it, oh, of course it was thing? a money thing. You know, I'm not even going to lie. It was a money thing. It was like everyone was getting into it and every, it seemed like where the money was and stuff. So, yeah, um, that was a mistake, you know. I wish I had probably... Uh, had the guidance to think, oh, perhaps counselling at that time. Yeah. Let's talk about your faith. Mm -hmm. Tell us about your faith. What are you passionate about? Um, and how does your faith um, help to support all the things you do as a critical sounding board okay. and as a foundation? my faith um i am a very simple believer um i take the word as it believe is in who sorry or what sorry believe in what or who <laughs> oh yeah it's important. i know you yes yes yeah. the audience would like to know yes. you better okay well i i believe in god you know my faith is very simple and to the point you know i love god um, and I, I just take the word of God as it is and as simple as it is. I'm okay to be wrong, you know, um, and I, I feel like, you know, whether I stand or I fall, it's before God and I'd rather do it with him. Um, I, what else about my faith? It's a very... Um, very, very, I believe in very simple terms, you know, I just take the word as, as, as it is. Um, yeah. 
What books have you read recently? And what, why are they important to you? What have you learned? Okay. Um, I, 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 I love a chap within the industry that I, uh, uh, within the counseling industry called Ivan Yalom. Uh, because Jewish? Um, yes, the name the name is Jewish. How did you know that? You're you're familiar with? I guess. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um. He is Jewish. I just like the way he looks at psychotherapy. You know, I learned a lot from him. Um, interestingly, about um, about having a non-judgmental approach in therapy, and this is very important. Um, helps you um, work from a, an empathic perspective when you're dealing with clients so Tokwe what next for Tokwe oh big that's a big question um, that's a very big question what next um, um, I'd say watch this space you know there is something um, I'm not one to to um, broadcast that before I, I uh, embark on it. Uh, from a uh, uh, friendship perspective, we, can, we can, you and I can talk about this out of you know not okay. on this platform because you know that's we, okay. we, that's we have that. Yeah, there was a question I was going to ask you. Uh, I, I I said we would defer. Yes. Are you ready to answer the question now? Wh which is before I die. Yeah, before I die. Um, <laughs> what what do, must I do? What must I do? Um, if you haven't decided, we can park it. Yeah, I mean, I, um, you know, hopefully we're we're gonna have another sit down sometimes in the future. Maybe by I then I would know. I love that. We'll do this again. <laughs> yeah, we'll do this again future. sometimes. You know, all I can say to you is, um, um, watch this space. Um, there, this book is not fully written yet. Um, I am open to. Uh, I am open to leaving and. Um, and living I'm, life to the living fullest. life to the fullest and I'm really looking forward to what direction um, God's going to be taking me in the future um, so yeah I, I can't I don't know what next but I am um, I'm willing and excited and excited any final thoughts <laughs> Not really. Um, we were talking. You, you know, we were talking earlier in the break, and you you said something about uh, manner. You know that yes. in reference to something I had said earlier. Yeah. So, what was your question? So, uh, you cannot get manner mm -hmm. unless you. Um, I think it was reinvent yourself mm -hmm. or something along those mm -hmm. lines. So, mm -hmm. um, as a final thought, okay, could you just expand? on that on that okay for anyone so, who's listening okay so i feel like you know we, we, you know oftentimes we um have an idea and and oh and, and it is possible that god gave you that idea you know um but um if you're not careful you new things come along you know and you're not open to them because you're still you know steadfastly holding to yesterday's 
you you know, outdated. Yes, outdated. You know, you became, become non-relevant, you know. And you would find that even in the world out there. Uh, so I'm going to use um, artists, for example. You would find as artists grow older, the really um, um, creative ones will start to work with younger people, you know, will start to collaborate with younger people. Like Tom Jones. <laughs> well, <laughs> you know, I mean, you find people like Madonna and people like that, you know, whether you're working with new, uh, younger vocals, younger producers and stuff like that, people who can inject something different, you know. So basically all I'm trying to say here is that, you know, um, there is a, there's something new for today. Just be open to it and, and see where that could possibly take you. So to expand on that, mm -hmm. I suppose when you stop wanting to change your wardrobe, mm -hmm. then it means that you're getting stuck in the past. Yeah. When you stop trying to re-engineer your thoughts mm -hmm. and keep with the present, yeah. it means you're getting left behind. Yes. So you will get, and yeah, and that's I really like the you know how you ended that. You can get left behind. You know and that's not what you want to do you've got to uh, keep learning keep educating yourself keep finding out what's new and that's how you stay relevant top thank you very much we've been listening to our guests my guest today uh, on real life with femi biway uh, my guest today is top abulade a multi-award-winning designer and qualified trauma-informed counsellor. One of the, base, the most important thoughts that you've left me with today is relates to something I like. I like old cars. We call them classic. Mm -hmm. And I just remember that um, if you stick with the old car the old technology then you become a classic a classic professional <laughs> a classic artist mm -hmm. and you're dealing with past so to keep moving we keep reinventing ourselves for the audience listening out there we're leaving you with that thought from our fantastic guest today Topper, thank you so much for joining us on real life with femi boy and hopefully we'll have another opportunity to unpack the wonderful inspirational gems that God has invested in you. It's been an absolute pleasure to be a part of this interview. Thank you very much. I'm honored that you're having me on the show. The pleasure is all ours and we thank you.